Hello, come on in. Welcome to Here's Hoping, my imaginary coffee shop, where good conversations are always on the menu. I'm your host and barista, Catherine Gabriel-Jones. At the time I'm recording this, we happen to be in this space between seasons that can happen any time of year. It can happen in between a thunderstorm and a bright sunny day, a snowstorm and the moment when you put on your galoshes and your coat and go outside to shovel. The time between when the trees are green and they begin to explode in color. In the time between being settled, confident, relaxed, and rooted in your life, and suddenly finding yourself a refugee in the midst of unprecedented change. There's a lot happening in the world all the time, everywhere, to everyone. Today's episode is dedicated to a nonprofit called Piece of Thread. It was introduced to me by someone I didn't know who just reached out to me and said, Hey, I want to share this wonderful, wonderful thing with you. Fondy Wirtz contacted me after listening to my conversation with someone that you might recognize. Lucy Day. It was a wonderful conversation with Fondi where she shared with me information and heartfelt experience with this remarkable nonprofit, Piece of Thread, that is dedicated to empowering and enlivening and engaging the independence of women who find themselves a refugee from their homeland in a strange and unfamiliar land. I'm so grateful that you're here with me, and I can't wait to share this pearl of wisdom with you. Here's hoping. Piece of Thread is a 10-year nonprofit organization are located in Clarkston, which is one of the most diverse places in our country. I mean, it claims to be the most diverse square mile in the United States. Started by a woman who had come back from the mission field and felt that, you know, she couldn't just go back to a desk job for an attorney or something, you know, just a job job. And she said, no, I can't do that anymore. You know, I got to do something that makes a bigger difference than that. You know, this this lady's heart was really in mission and she wanted to figure it out. So it took a while. It didn't start out like it is now, but, you know, step by step, she's gotten gotten her system down. They um, have a contract with the refugee woman to say, okay, this is what what you'll need to do if you're going to work with us. So this takes some perseverance because they need to learn 25 different styles of handbags. Really? How to make them in exquisite detail. I mean, the techniques that they use, these bags sell for a lot of money. Yeah, they're beautiful. They are beautiful. They have to be perfect. We can't have any little pieces coming off or any little seams that aren't quite right or anything that's crooked. Everything has to be completely fine. And so they have these training bags that they make out of what we call the ugly fabric. (laughs) 
not any of it really very ugly, but you know, some of it's a little hard to work with other fabrics. So they yeah. pick some fabrics that they think are unlikely to make beautiful bags. And they say, okay, we're going to use this for training bags. The fabric is donated. It's um, drapery and upholstery fabric, leathers, velvets, and everything that, that is sample fabric that was being thrown away from the Atlanta Decorative Arts Center, which is mm-hmm. where designers take their, their clients to choose their drapery and upholstery fabric, and they get just huge amounts of samples every week. And they were literally going in the dumpster. And then Piece of Thread found out about this. And so there's one volunteer and her job is to take her little minivan and go to ADAC, as we call it, A-D-A-C, and load up with sample fabrics. Wow. So it's wonderful upcycling. When at the end of their training, which depending on their skill level when they start, may take four months or six months until they, you know, they meet the standard to be able to produce these things on their own at home. And at the end of their training, they're given a sewing machine, a table, a light, you know, basic tools to be able to sew. And they don't need childcare. They don't need to drive a car. They don't need to speak English perfectly. And they can sew whenever it fits into their schedule. It is so huge and so empowering. Yes. Oh, and part of their contract is they have to open a bank account of their very own. Oh, wow. I'm so glad you included that. And so when a bag sells, then the the person who made it, they have their name on it. So the person who buys it and have tiny bio, you know, this person is from this country and they came, you know, with their husband and their child from whatever country because, you know, they were persecuted or they were in danger or, you know, whatever the reason. So when the bag sells, the proceeds are split between piece of thread in order for them to pay the the fees they have to pay for arts festivals and transportation and, you know, all the expenses that they have buying a machine and, you know, the light and the table and all that stuff. So it's split with the woman. So the wage that they're making is $10 an hour. So they figured out how long each bag takes. So some take longer than others. And that money goes into the bank account and they have an ATM card. Wow. They've not ever had money that was their own. For the- yeah. Entertaining the wide variety of experiences that are moving through Piece of Thread and the empowerment and uplifting of all of the people involved in Piece of Thread, it, it, it really makes it an incredibly exciting and inspiring uh, project. It really, really does. Well, it is. And, and another piece that I, that I really need to mention is that they are very intentional about mentoring the women in addition, you mm-hmm. know, helping them acclimate to their new culture, yeah. um, supporting them, you know, in other ways, learning their story. I mean, in the beginning that, you know, they, they want to hear their story mm-hmm. and um, when they can, we invite them to go with us to some of these shows so that people can meet them. Um, a lot of them are not comfortable doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ones who've learned, you know, a good bit of English and feel and have been here a while and feel more comfortable will come. Um, most of them are Muslim women. Mm-hmm. And um, so they'll come and they'll be in the booth with us. And, um, you know, people are really happy to meet them. Mm-hmm. Um, if 
we get in a, a longer conversation with with the customer or potential customer um denise denise smith is the founder of piece of thread and she will tell their story she'll say i'd like for you to meet so and so i mean she has permission to do that of course and she'll say you know she came from such such a country and they had to leave because her husband worked with the u.s military and their family was in danger and so you know they had overnight they learned they had to leave and then they had to take whatever they could pack and i mean the certain the stories are very dramatic yeah and so you know sharing that kind of story cements the relationship with somebody else and so they come back over and over (laughs) to piece of thread because you know they believe in the mission and 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 what it's doing for for women yeah and the bags are beautiful they are this one's reversible Wow. It's really prettier on the other side, but it's too light. I thought I might get it too dirty, so I <laughs> did this side out. But it's it's just amazing. And we always say, and the inside's different from the outside. So mm-hmm. we always invite people to look inside and we say, our bags are beautiful on the inside, just like the women who made them are wow. beautiful on the outside and the inside. Oh, my heart. Wow. We have That's a lot right. of good lines like that. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. In my own personal life, I commute to work. I ride the subway from Brooklyn up to Manhattan. Most of the time I spend underground. And it is easy to find myself ruminating in my own life, in my own mind. But one of my favorite experiences is looking out the window of the subway and catching the eye of a person on a different subway car, on a different track, going to a different place, living a different story. Every once in a while, I happen to look up at the same time as another person And our eyes meet. And for one single moment, a second out of a day, I find myself connected with another person whom I will never meet, whose story I will never know. And yet that interaction remains this thrilling resonance throughout my day. It's something I look forward to something that happens rarely, and yet something that I find astonishingly meaningful. That's a little bit what this experience was like, connecting with Fondi Wirtz, discovering this unbelievable ministry. That's what this is. Not ministry in the sense of someone standing up in front of a room of people and talking about belief and faith and rules, but a ministry of care, a ministry of love, a ministry of encouragement, a ministry of discovering the grace that is inherent within every single person. It is in that remarkable experience where hope becomes this heresy against the world. I feel deeply moved 
to be able to dedicate this episode to Piece of Thread and to send out into the world this pearl of wisdom which shines with such beauty and dignity. I'm so glad that you joined me today. And I want to thank you for being with me and for sharing this episode with someone. Let's spread the word of Piece of Thread. And with that sharing, we can create a network of love, hope, empowerment, and connection. Surprise one another with an unexpected gift of hope. If you're interested in having a conversation with me in my imaginary coffee shop, you can send me an email at hereshopingpodcast at gmail.com or reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. The best way to reach me is, of course, via email. But I do try to check social media. That's where I post all my graphics. Anyway... Music for Here's Hoping has been composed and produced by the Reverend Dr. Seth Jones. Thank you, Seth. Original artwork for Here's Hoping has been created by Ty Sorex, with additional graphics created with Canva. And I'd like to leave you with a quote that I have said very often. It's one of my favorites, and I go back to it regularly in my life. It is from the Talmud. And piece of thread is something that seems to truly embody this wisdom. So I'll leave you with two quotes, the quote from the Talmud and the quote from Denise Smith. They both seem to be woven together in this experience of hope. Do not be daunted by the enormity of the world's grief. Do justly now. Love mercy now. Walk humbly now. You are not obligated to complete the work, but neither are you free to abandon it. And the quote from Denise Smith just rocks my world. The struggle is a struggle because you know it's going to stop. And that's what we get to do, one another, moment by moment. We can inspire one another to the point where the struggle doesn't have to be so hard. May you find moments that empower you. May you find inspiration at which you can employ the grace and goodness that you discover in the world. And may you advocate for those who are in need. I look forward to hearing from you. I'm grateful for your time. And check out Piece of Thread. The link is in the show notes, and I myself am going to have to get my own bag beautiful on the inside and out. Take care of yourself. Until next time. Bye-bye.